Hello, you are listening to The Will and Judy Show, a special podcast from Temple Baptist Church in Canton, where we study and talk about the book of Revelation and Bible prophecy. Thanks for joining us. We are here and we're at Judy's house and we're going to be doing our next segment of Revelation out of chapter 2. We're going to start into talking about the churches, the seven churches tonight. And I'm going to go ahead and read that verses 1 all the way through verse 7. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, The words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. Yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Okay, the church of Ephesus. <clears throat> so we see, uh, I want to point out to uh, that the church of Ephesus, all these churches are local churches. right? Uh, you have what is called the universal church. And when Jesus said, he talked about, upon this rock I will build my church, He's talking about one church and actually looking forward to the, uh, the gathering of all the saints at the end time. Uh, the word church means uh, an assembly. It's ek- the Greek word ekklesia. It's called out ones is what that means. Ekklesia is kaleo, ek, out of. So, uh, so a church is actually a gathering of people. It's called out for a special assembly. And so when we see that, we have a universal church, and then we also have these local churches. And so this is what we're specifically talking about, a local church, a gathering, a local assembly of Christians in the city of Ephesus. Okay, that's what we're, we're talking about tonight. Okay, so that, there is a local church. All right, so Jesus makes a description. He talks about the seven stars in his right hand, and he talks about the seven golden lampstands. Okay, the seven stars uh, was, was the vision that he mentioned. He describes them as the seven angels of the churches. The seven, so, so normally, and this is how I interpret this, this is really the pastor of the church. Or it would be the, the person that is in charge of the scriptures. Because at that time, remember, they did not have scriptures. The New Testament was not fully... Uh, distributed yet and so you had someone that was in in charge of the scriptures and then they would run it to the next church you know their their copy it's like one person get Thessalonians and oh they would read it and they would take it to the next church so these angels would be the people that would be more in charge of holding the scriptures and making sure there's uh, that the church has the Word of God okay so that's kind of the the angel of the church the the word angel means uh, is the Greek word angelos which means messenger okay is that clear, Judy? Yeah. 
Um, ooh, I just can't imagine not having a whole Bible. I have to have all my Bible. Yeah, they actually you know? had to, they actually oh. had to they had parts of it that yeah. they distributed. I think at the time they may have made made copies of it themselves by hand, you mm. know. And in fact, it was in the uh, I think the, within the first three hundred years, sometimes they were caught when they were being persecuted. They were trying to, the uh, Roman authorities were trying to trying to eradicate those scriptures. They're trying to get scriptures. And if you if you gave them up, you were disciplined by the church. You know, hey, you gave Ooh. up our Bible, you know. <laughs> so they would, you could actually get kicked out of the church for that. Mm. So, all right, so that's the, the seven stars. And it's nice to know that Jesus says, I have them in my right hand, the seven the seven angels of the church. Mm -hmm. And he holds them a special guarding, guarding, uh, guarding them in a special way. All right, then he says he walks among the seven golden lampstands. Now, the lampstands are the churches. Okay, um, that's what I thought, yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> they are uh, regarded as golden, a precious metal. And here we're seeing that Jesus is walking among the golden lampstands. And, uh, and I think it's a significant point to note that they're individual lampstands. So they're all standing on their own stand each, each church. Um, so Jesus is looking at each church. Actually, he's examining each church going in out of them. So he has the right to inspect his church. Okay? I, question. Yes. <laughs> um, would that be the same thing? Like, you know, today, you know, we have the Holy Spirit, and like the Holy Spirit is present in our, in our churches. Is that the same thing? I mean, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes, but but yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely. But but Jesus is the uh, is called the, the head of the church. Yeah, and he is the Lord and the King. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it's the same. But we're seeing Jesus here in this light because he's gonna he's gonna give his evaluation. Okay. You know? Yeah. And every church really gives a uh, he gives a commendation. Well, some of them he does. Most of them he does. He commends them for something, and then he'll criticize them. Yeah. Uh, some of them don't have any criticism. I mean, they do everything right. Yeah, the church at Philadelphia. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah they, were, they, had everything, they had everything together. Right, yeah. And he also gave them uh, a, 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 oh, what do you say? Not a, 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 a correction. Oh, yeah. No. He corrects them. He says, yeah, you he need does. to do this yeah. or, or something huh. will happen. Yeah. And then he'll give them a promise, you know. When he, when he says... You know, if you don't repent, you know, I'm going to, I'll remove your, the can, your candlestick out of its place. Does that mean he's going to, like, abolish the church or, you know, what is, you know, I thought that's what it meant. We will, yes. We're, and in yeah. fact, it says this, uh, the church at Ephesus, mm -hmm. and we'll yeah. get to that here pretty soon. Let, let me get to yeah, these I'm other too things. Far, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, that's, that's right. I mean, yeah. he does get to that. I mean, he does say that. And there is a consequence. Um, yeah. But let's look at what he says. He, he commends them for some things, several things. Uh, he says, I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance. How you cannot bear those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not. So this is a working church, right? Mm -hmm. They have works. They are, they're toiling. And not only are they toiling, but they're patient. They, they, they continue doing it. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. So, so they're a working church, and they're patient, and they endure. They're not, they don't quit. All right. Uh, he commends them that they test. They they are they're committed to truth. 
to those who call themselves apostles and are not found to be false, they're testing uh, those who, who say they're a teacher um, and don't, they don't approve of things that are false. So that tells you they have a commitment to truth. All right. Also, uh, it says, I know you're enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake. You have not grown weary. So he's saying that they're, uh, they're standing for Christ. And they're not, they're continuing to do it. They're not growing weary from that. Okay, so they've been, per, they've been, they've been enduring hardships. And they're, they're going through uh, uh, things for Christ. These are, our, these are good marks of a church. Mm-hmm. Okay, a church needs to be working. A church needs to be about truth. A church needs to be uh, not give up, not quit. And also it needs to, to stand up for Christ, for Jesus' name. Okay, not give up. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so all of these good things. And then he has one thing against them. And he says that in verse 4, I have this against you. Now, before I go any further, I just remember this. Um, it's very easy for us to read this and think of it on an individual basis. And I think it's good if we do that. But Jesus is talking to an entire church. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, need, we need to make sure we yeah. not just read it for my, myself, you know, but also we read it. Uh, collectively, as a church would, you know that. Yeah. I mean, and so he says, "Remember, uh, I have I have this against you: you've abandoned the love you had at first, or your first love." Okay. What do you think of when you think of first love, Judy? Um, Jesus. Huh? Jesus. You know. Jesus. Like now, when you uh, when you say when we say um, you've left your first love, yeah. What would you think that means? Mm. Wow, I don't, I don't know. Am I putting you on the spot? Too? Yeah, kind of. Right, um, I can't think. All right, I'll, no. I'll let you up. When, when you know you have, you have a couple, uh, a man and wife. Oh, okay. And they're married. Oh, and they're, okay. And then they lose their first love. Yeah, oh. It's the love they had I've, when they were first dating. Yeah, and they know? don't have it anymore. Yeah, they don't have oh, it anymore, right? And that's how it is at, at the Church of Ephesus. Yeah, that's the oh, way oh. the Church of Ephesus. Jesus said, you, you've lost your wow. passion for me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're, you're working. You're mm-hmm. patient for me. You're enduring. You're doing all this stuff, but you've lost your passion for me. Mm. Uh, can you imagine that? Ooh. Here you are. You're serving <clears throat> Christ, and yet... Yeah, you're just going through the motions. Yeah, you know? going through the motions, yeah. right? Oh, that's sad. But it, I know that happens. Yeah, and it is possible. What if you get burnt out or something? Like if you do too much? You know, like if you... I don't know. I wonder if that's how that happens. But you I know, that's a, good, that's a good question to, mm-hmm. to wonder because yeah. how does this happen for... I think... Have you ever... It's an interesting story. I don't know if you ever... You ever read The Wizard of Oz? Have I you, did, you, yeah. You read it? Uh, well, I don't... Well... Yeah, well, I've you seen. You probably did, but, but yeah, I've seen the movie, and I've yeah. And the, the okay, the movie, the movie, the movie's good, and but the book has a little extra detail in it that the movie didn't have. There's a lot of details in it, actually. Yeah. You remember the the Tin Man? Yep. The Tin Man was the guy that lost his heart. Right. And you, did you know that the Tin Man was a real man? No. In the in the book, it talks about how the the Tin Man. He, he fell in love with this munchkin girl, okay? Oh. And so he was out there, and he and his munchkin, this, he wanted to marry her, but the parents wouldn't let him marry her until he had made a house and all this kind of stuff. Oh. And so he so he got to work, and he was chopping wood to make this house, and, and the Wicked Witch, I think the East, uh, oh. went up to him and, uh, and uh, chopped his arm off. 
Oh, wow. You know, so ah, you ain't going to love her. Oh, you know, no. chopped his arm off. Well, well, he replaced it with a mechanical, and she replaced it with a mechanical arm. And he said, well, this, you know, he's chopping wood twice as fast because he got a mechanical arm. Oh. He's thinking in his mind. He said, ah, oh, she's, she's all screwed up, you know. She really made a mistake. And she did his left arm the same way. Oh, no. You know, he was working yeah. really fast and chopping wood and... Mm -hmm. And uh, she did all of his, uh, all eventually did his whole body, okay? Oh. And he's a, a tin man, you know? Oh. And he's working hard, working really hard, and then finally one day it rains, and then uh, he rusts, and he's oh. sitting there thinking about, why am I, why am I doing all this? There was a reason I used, to, I was wanted to do it, because he was chopping the wood to make a house for his, for his munchkin wife, so mm -hmm. he could, you know, and he realized, I, I've, lost my love I lost the reason my passion oh, you know so throughout mm -hmm. the rest of the movie he's looking for his heart trying to get it back yeah you know? yeah and that's why they go to Oz to yeah. see the wizard <laughs> yeah so then yeah. the story is, is kind of like this we got this church that's doing all this stuff and they're busy for Jesus but they're but they lost their love for Jesus wow. they forgot why they're doing all they're doing oh that's sad now this is a church that's lost its passion mm. and lost its love for Jesus and I know there's lots of churches that yeah that, that are very efficient in ministry and mm -hmm. and they're trying to do trying to do everything right trying to do everything the best that they can for mm -hmm. the glory of God yeah. but yet they forget that they're doing it for Jesus they forget to love him yeah know? they do all this service or you know they do all this stuff yeah. you know it's like the people who worship. They get so into the, the details of worshiping, trying to perform, trying to do everything oh, right. Yeah. And they get distracted from hmm. the one they're worshiping, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. And there's a lot of other things, too. But definitely the, the, this church, this is how, what happened with this church, okay? Mm -hmm. And he says this um, in verse 5. He tells them, when we leave our first love, he, this is what we got to do. He says, remember from where you have fallen. Mm -hmm. Okay, Repent and do the works you did at first. And Jesus said, return to what you used to do. Get back to the simple. Uh, even if you have to let go of some of the efficiencies or the machinery, get back to the simple love because that's what he liked. That's what he wanted. You know? yeah. He wants us to passionately love him mm -hmm. and as a church. I think that, uh, and it's hard to assess that. That's how it is in a marriage, though. You know, you have to keep doing the same things you did. Yeah. You know, like when you were first dating. You got to remember back when you were first yep, dating yep, and you first yeah. fell in love. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yep, it is. And so. try to rekindle that. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because what happens is, you know, in marriage, you can get to the point where you're just. You're just living under the same roof. You're yeah. living your separate lives. You're doing your stuff, you know. <laughs> Tell me about it. And you forget. Yeah. You forget. Yeah. Hey, you know, we need to date each other. We yeah. need to spend some time, wow. you know. Yes. And that's what Jesus is saying. He's, mm -hmm. uh, he wants his church to love him. Wow. And he tells them to remember where you fall. And he says, he says, repent and do the first it works. works. Yeah. You did it first. Okay, the mm -hmm. word repent is our change. Turn yeah, back. Turn, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he says, if not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Now, that's where you're talking about, the lampstand. Mm -hmm. So you're asking, what, what does that mean? Or what were you, what were you yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what, what, what I You were suggesting did, something. Um, yeah. Did, mm -hmm. did it mean, you know, he was going to close, well, close the church or yeah, something? Yeah, close the church. Yeah, yeah I mean, but that it, wasn't. Eventually, it will. Uh, I mean, if they don't repent, I mean. And I think that lampstand really means I will remove your influence, oh, okay. your light, your ability to uh, 
to encourage other people. So, so you got a so you got a church there, and if they will not love Jesus passionately, they don't have that love for Jesus. Then it's very difficult for people to see, uh, to be encouraged and influenced uh, uh, to to love Jesus themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Usually, people if they come to church if they don't see a bunch of people loving Jesus, they're not going to love Jesus either. Yeah. So, uh, so Jesus says, if you don't, if you leave that first love. I'll, I'll remove your lampstand from its place. Wow. So you will no longer be a, a bearer of light for me, okay? That's scary. I mean, it is scary. I mean, it is, you know. And there are churches now, that are cl- they're closing their doors. And I think yeah. that that's, yeah. that could be one of the factors. Because, Ooh, maybe you know, he removed their lampstand. Yeah, remove their wow. lampstands. Wow. And remember Ooh. the reason, this is how serious leaving our first love is. Uh, I mean, Jesus says, "I'll get rid of you." Ooh, you know. So, yes. and, and it's interesting because when I when I think of these churches, I kind of wonder. It makes you wonder. Okay, what was there? How much? How many people were they having in attendance in their worship service? Yeah, you know, yeah. how many people did they have in uh, Bible study? How many people that? But it doesn't give us that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Jesus does say, uh, "You can have all the works and all this stuff, and yet if you you don't have that first love." He'll remove. He'll he'll move you out. You know. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that's a pretty serious. It pretty is. Serious. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, but in verse six, he says, "Yet you you have this. You hate the work of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate." Okay. Tell me what the Nicolaitans okay. are. Okay. <laughs> so there's a few theories about this, but I'm going to give you. I'll give you the one I ascribe to. Okay. Nicolaitans. There's a group of people that abuse. The freedom we have in Christ, the liberty of God, and they were turning it into license, a oh. license to sin. Oh, you know, okay. we are saved by grace through faith mm-hmm. in Jesus, and you know, we can do whatever we want, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we can't go off and teach people to do that and go and live a life of disobedience to Christ and live in sin. Uh, that's what the Nicolaitans were doing. Oh. They were saying, "Oh, we have freedom in Christ. We just we can just live however we want." Well, mm-hmm. uh, that freedom. Uh, that grace should cause us to want to live for Jesus, not yeah, against Jesus. Yeah, right. Wow. And so, so Jesus hates hated that. Um, and so, actually, one of the you remember one of the seven men in the Book of Acts that was they ordained to look after the ministry of the widows. Yeah. Now, one of them was Nicholas. Oh yeah. And he they believe a... that he was one that 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 kind of fell away a little bit and kind of led people to doing that. When? Did he fall away after? I don't know. He, I don't know. He didn't quote unquote fall away. He started teaching, oh. trying to, he was encouraging people to live in sin, you know, since we're saved by grace. Ooh. Wasn't he a proselyte or something? Yes. I mean, didn't it say uh, that Nicholas, in Acts? Let me see. I'm going to look that up real I mean, quick. there was Parmenus and Nicholas. Yeah, it's in Parm- chapter. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking Yeah, I'm about. trying to think. Um, seven, six. Acts, six. Six or seven? Six, okay. yeah. It's, yeah, when they, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I remember right, his name, you know, but I. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, we start here um, in verse 6, chapter, chapter 6, you're right, verse 5. And what they said pleased the whole gathering, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. Philip, and Procurus, and Nicanor, Tim- and Timon, mm-hmm. and Parmenas, and, and Nicholas. Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. Does These it... they set before the apostles, prayed, and laid their hands on them. So that Nicholas, they, they believe that that was probably the guy that oh. began to... 
you know, turn the grace of God into less, what they call licentiousness Ooh. or license, you know. So he did it after he was... Yes, after this whole thing. What's, a, pro what's a proselyte? Is that somebody that... A proselyte of Antioch... Yeah, what does that a, mean? A proselyte was somebody who had one, who used to have a religion of one sort, okay. and became another religion. Oh. So <clears throat> a proselyte of Antioch would be somebody who is, I don't know, maybe a... a is it like Jew? a Pharisee? Um, is it a Pharisee? You know, well, no, actually, what I know mm -hmm. what this is. Okay. What it is, it was a, well, it's probably a Gentile who became a Jew. Oh, okay. And that's what that is. Usually, what that's what a proselyte was at that time was a Gentile who be who became a Jew to become Jewish. Okay. Oh. So that's uh, and that and that's usually what what happened. But this guy was a person that kind of. Ooh. Uh, led them off astray. I'll have to double check that. But uh, Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean that that is But said so Jesus hated that. You know? Yeah. Um, and so and there, and there was warnings in other scriptures about uh, turning the grace of God into the license. Yeah. You know? And uh, God God doesn't save us in order to live in sin. He saved us from sin. Right. To live a life unto Christ to love Jesus. So it does matter how we live. You know? Yeah, it does matter. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, man. And we don't want God's grace to be in vain. When he saves us like that, we want it to make sure that, uh, like Paul the Apostle, he says, I, I worked hard because I, it wasn't in vain. Then, not, not that he earned his salvation, right? but he got saved and God gave him that, that salvation. It was a gift and he treated it as such and he appreciated it, you know. So, mm -hmm. so, so, Nicola, so he said the works of the Nicolaitans he says, I hate this. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, I hate this. You know, so, yeah. so Jesus doesn't, you know, he doesn't, the grace of God teaches us to deny, you know, all ungodliness, you mm -hmm. know, and yeah. to live for Christ. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts, you know, yes. or something it says in Titus. Yes, right, that's what I'm trying to, yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember yeah. Titus. Yeah. And you're, and you're catching on to that. Was Titus, yeah. where was it? Chapter 2, I think. I'm not sure, though. And Titus is... not sure. There's three chapters. It's Titus. Timothy, first, second, and Timothy. Titus. Titus. I think... Wow, I'm learning so much, you know? I mean, really. So I didn't know that about... I always wondered what the Nicolaitans, you know. Yeah, the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Yeah, yeah. and 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 he will, and he'll say other ones like the, uh, the error of Balaam. Yeah, yeah, and oh, those, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, let me just go ahead and tell about that one. Uh, okay. The error of Balaam. Remember, Balaam, he tried to get God to curse, right? Yeah, uh, curse Israel. Yeah, try to curse Israel. Mm -hmm. Now he couldn't, right? Because every yeah. time he prophesied, every time he went to prophesy, right, he yeah. ended up blessing them. And said, yeah. curse them. He said, "I yeah. can't, I cannot curse what God has blessed." Mm -hmm. However, Balaam he counseled, uh, who's it, Balak? Yeah. yeah, he counseled him to draw Israel into sin. Wow. Yeah. One of the sobbing women. <laughs> yeah, he, he counseled them to do that. Mm -hmm. To intermarry. With oh. the other women, okay. that way, God wouldn't. He says, if you cause him to sin, then God won't bless him in their sin. Oh, but that he ended, was the doctrine of Balaam. You know. Yeah. Wow. Well, he ended up getting killed. You know. Yeah. I mean, they ended up killing him. I, I didn't know what that was. I mean, I know he loved wages, 
But I didn't know what the doctrine was. Yeah, okay. He, he, he found wow. a way to make that money. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. So that, he, there's, yeah. We'll, and we'll get that here. Don't, don't, we'll, we'll, di- we'll get it, dig into that here later uh, a little bit more uh, with the other, one of the other churches. But, mm. but um, we, God, God will, all, God will bless us and no one can curse us. No one can curse us. But the only way that we can get God to go against us is if we, willingly live in sin to where god god can't bless sin yeah you know yeah. so that and that's what's that's that's what's going on with the nicolaitans okay oh, okay all right so but he said that they hate the works of the nicolaitans so this they have something good going at church then mm-hmm. now they're good at hating things and and uh <laughs> this proof but they forgot yeah, to they love forgot. jesus oh, okay gosh. and then he says in verse seven he who has ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to the one who conquers, I will grant. To, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Where's the paradise of God? Huh? Where is it? It's in. Is it's it heaven? In, it's in heaven right now. Oh, okay. It is in existence right now. It's in heaven. It, it was in the existence when Abraham left his father's house. Okay. Because remember, he was looking for a city whose founder, whose founder and maker oh, is God, God, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So he he was looking for that. The paradise, paradise of God, okay. which was in heaven. Okay. Wow. But the tree of life. Where's that? He says, "I will grant to him to eat from the tree of life." Now, in Genesis, we know it's a reference to Genesis. Mm-hmm. We know the tree of life in the Garden of Eden. It, that right. we eat from the tree of life, it will they'll be able to live forever. And I did a video on. I did a yeah, podcast I, I on that, that one. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of confusing, but but either way, he's saying, "I will grant to them the ability to live forever." You know. Yeah. And there's yeah, definitely the tree of life is going to be in the new heavens and new earth. You know? Where is it now? Is it in heaven? It's it's in heaven. So so it's in heaven, okay. Yeah. And or well I mean it's it's in heaven or it's still on the earth. Oh wow. Because remember uh, in Genesis it talks about God having the cherubim that yeah. was guarding the way to the tree right. of life, so yeah. no one could find it, mm-hmm. no one could get to it. So, so, oh wow! So he didn't take it off. I mean, he, with a flaming sword. Yeah, with a flaming sword. Yeah, yeah. So uh, somewhere on this earth, wow, it's there. But but we do know that the the tree of life, that tree of life, will be in existence in the new heaven and earth, new earth when God makes all things new. So, but it has, but it will be. Uh, it will have 12 manners of fruit to bear the fruit in every season. month. Yeah. And it'll be on one side, and we on two sides of the river. It's one oh, tree. Okay. Which is, it, well, it's pretty cool. I mean, to think about. Wow. Oh, I'm glad I like fruit, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I, hope, that fruit. I hope it's a fruit I like. <laughs> yeah. uh, a beautiful yeah. garden. Right, the smells and the just the, think the air is just gonna be reinvigorating. Oh, and I'll be able to see all this. Oh, you'll be able to see all awesome. it. See the colors and different Ooh, colors. Oh, I can't wait. Plants. Oh, the, I can't wait. You know, oh, to my to my listening audience, you yeah. may not know this, but that uh, <laughs> Judy Judy is Judy is blind. She can't see. So to uh, to get into the new the paradise and be able to see. Uh, she's going to be blown away. Yes, I am. <laughs> she's going to like oh, what, you're going to love what you see, Judy. Oh, wow. Even even in this uh, in this life, mm-hmm. to see roses, to see the yeah. the, fla- the violets and the lilacs and the beautiful, yep. the green. Oh, it's just it's just it's wow. wonderful. But they smell good too. So yeah, they do. You know how they smell. Yep. And so you could just think about. I will. You can enjoy it that way too. So. Yep. And even well, like you do, you eat oranges, enjoy the taste of them. Yep. Too. 
So, okay. So we'll be able to eat from this paradise, the, the, the tree of the life, which is the paradise of God. So one who conquers. Okay. Who are they that conquer? Who would you think are the ones that um. conquer? Um, it says in 1 John chapter 5, it says, everyone has been born of God, overcomes the world. The saints, the ones that yeah. have, yeah. they've got the victory. Those that, have been born of God. See, yeah, the, those the have been born again. Saved, those who know? are saved. It says, and this is the victory that's overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus, that Jesus is the Christ. Yep, yep, that's right. Oh. So, I mean, he answers it in 1 John. Uh, who, whoever, the one who conquers, the one who overcomes, I will grant to eat the tree of life. So who are those who overcome? Those that believe and have a faith in Jesus. How come I didn't know that? That should be and how, simple. And so when you think about it, this church, how in the world they can leave that love for Jesus? Because they know that Jesus is the one that, they all they conquered through him. I don't know. I think sometimes you just you forget and you take things for granted. You do. Yeah, you know? I think so. You get busy and yep, you start doing yep. this and start doing that, and we mm -hmm. and we start doing Christianity instead of you know yeah instead of being instead in of living awe it. Of yeah. it, you know mm -hmm. being amazed at it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. There, there's a verse there in there somewhere in the Bible in there. It says we are more than conquerors through yeah, Him who loved us. Yeah, it's um, wait, it's Romans, Romans 8, eight thirty-seven. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. There, I am persuaded you the death, the life, the wow. things to come. Yeah, mm -hmm. all those things shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which wow. is in Christ. That's so, incredible. So, uh, so what Jesus wants this church to be, He wants it to be focused on Him. He wants it to be a Jesus crazy church. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and when we lose that, he wants us to come back to it. <clears throat> and my church, too, our church that we go to. Yeah. He wants, that's his will for us. I mean, that's what yeah. his will for all churches. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, we can get everything right, but yet we miss that one important detail. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, let me go ahead and read. Uh, the next one's pretty pretty short. Let me read that one, okay. and we'll record on that one a little bit, too, okay? Okay. And then we'll, uh, okay, verse 9 through 11, it says, uh, And to the angel of the church of Smyrna write the words of the first and the last who died and came to life. I know your tribulation and your... No, let me stop there. You notice how he introduces himself? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the yeah. words of the first and last. And, of course, we know that that's Jesus. God. That's Jesus, mm -hmm. who is God, yeah. the Alpha and the Omega, mm -hmm. the first and last. And then we definitely know it's Jesus. <clears throat> when he says, who died and came to life. Amen. 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 But, and he says this because it's going to connect what he's getting ready to say to this church, Smyrna. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's he in verse 9, he says, I know your tribulation and your poverty, but you're rich. And the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do not fear what you're about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw you, some of you into prison that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Okay, he has ears that hear, hear what the, he has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. The churches, the one who conquers, will not be hurt by the second death. Okay, this is Smyrna. Okay, no, remember he said, I am the first and last. I died and I came to life. I conquered death. Now she's telling a church, that he's that they're getting ready, and he doesn't. Uh, he commends them because he knows their po their tribulation and poverty, right? Mm -hmm. Your trouble, <clears throat> uh, 
but he tells them you're rich. Yeah. The troubled church that's poor, that's going through tribulation, Jesus considers them rich. They're not poor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now the synagogue, there's those who say they're the Jews. The Jews were persecuting the church. They were actually uh, leading the church to be persecuted at that time to, yeah. the, to the Pharaohs, to, to the Romans. Because uh, the Jews were exempt uh, from, the Romans did not have a, they didn't tolerate any other religions except for the Jews. The Jews were the only religion that was exempt. And so the Jews said, well, the Christians aren't a sect of Jew, the Jews. They're a different religion. And so they were basically throwing the Christians under the bus, causing the Romans to persecute them, oh. you know. And so they were, so Jesus is saying, they're a synagogue of Satan. The word synagogue is, means, uh, well, it comes from the Greek word, same and gathering place. Okay. So they're a, ga they're a gathering of Satan. There are people who gather together. That's, that's what the synagogue is, a, a gathering place. Okay. I, so, yeah. um, I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Um, those that say they are Jews and they're not, mm -hmm. is that what it said? Yeah. What does that, if they they're say not that Jews, they're God's what are people, they? But they're, by saying that they're Jews, they're saying we're God's people. Okay, but and they're Jesus not. Jesus saying you're not God's people. Oh. Remember, it was the Jews, that, those, Jew, those Jews that killed Jesus, they weren't true Jews. Yeah, okay. They weren't true Israelites. A true Israelite would love Jesus. Oh, okay? okay, yeah. And okay. a true Israelite would love his people, the church, right? Mm -hmm. Because they would recognize that. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I should have. There's a lot more I can say on that. A lot more. But okay. uh, we'll have to skip that. <laughs> no. This is interesting. Well, Matthew, remember the genealogy of Matthew, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have four people that were mentioned that are not Jews. Oh. You remember those four? Mm. If you don't, that's all right. I mean, Same. I can make sure. No, I don't. Um, you remember... Uh, Tamar, uh, oh. Judah, Judah married Tamar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. she wasn't, okay. She wasn't in Israel. She wasn't in Israel, but Judah was. I didn't know that. But she was proving herself to be more faithful to the Israelite cause than Judah oh. was. Because she said, you will provide uh, an heir. You will provide offspring. And he wasn't going to do it. Remember, all, you, know, you remember the sordid story about how she. Got him to yeah, yeah whoever yeah. owns this staff and you know, oh yeah yeah, yeah it's a okay problem. okay mm -hmm. now the next person is uh, you got Tamar okay I hope I can remember this Tamar the next person is Rahab oh Rahab the harlot the harlot was she a Jew uh, I guess no I guess no she wasn't she okay. was she was a Jer she lived in Jericho Jericho yeah right but yeah. she was she was uh, she proved herself to be more of an Israelite. She was dedicated to the cause of Israel. Yeah. She was a true Israelite. Wow. Yeah. And she became an Israelite, yeah. grafted in. Oh. God spared her of all the people in Jericho. She was spared because she protected the spies. She did, yep. 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 And Rahab, the harlot. I just, Rahab. And then the next one after her was... Um, there was, was there Ruth? Ruth, yeah, that's right. Ruth she was, was a, she was a Moabitess. Yeah, that's right. She was yeah. a Moabitess. She, yeah. but she wasn't. In, she was not a Jew. Yeah. But she had proven that she was more committed to the Israelite cause. Wow. Then. Yeah, because she told Naomi, you know, where where you lodge, I'll lodge, and you know where you'll be buried, I'll be buried. And, that's right. Your people will be my. Your, your, your people, God will be my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so she yeah. Totally. Wow. And she and they even said at the end of the book. Remember, they said you. She is worth more to you 
that how many, I don't remember how many, seven sons? Seven, or, ten sons or yeah. something. I forgot and of how course, many. And of course, all wow. these three, these three are the uh, are in the line of Jesus, right? They're the, yeah. the genome. So, and the last one that proved to be more of an Israelite than uh, the others, it's mentioned in the genealogy uh, Uriah's wife. Oh, um, what's, his, what's her name? Um, oh, nuts. Um, Bathsheba. But she's not named, is she? No, she it, said the wife of Uriah. Your wife of Uriah, and it's mentioning Uriah. I wonder. And if you remember the story, remember Uriah shows himself more faithful oh, to the yeah. cause of. He's more noble than David. Yeah, that's horrible. What David did. Yeah. Oh, he man. killed one of his. He I, killed <laughs> one, of, and and he goes. He tries to cover it up. You know his know. His, his adulterous affair with yeah, Bathsheba. Yeah. He tries to cover it up by bringing Uriah, and Uriah would not come home and sleep with him. I know, because because how can I sleep with my wife when my Fellow countrymen yeah. are out there dying on the yeah, battlefield. I know. He shows himself to be noble. Wow. He's more of an Israelite than David was at that time. Yeah, and then David wrote that letter to Joab, uh, Joab and and had him had Uriah deliver it. And he yeah. said, put put Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle. Yeah. Oh man, how could he do and that? Had him maliciously killed. Yeah. Isn't it terrible what sin does yeah, though? Sin does. I mean what you think you would never do so there yeah. are people there are people wow. who aren't jews that show themselves to be a, an israelite indeed so, and then there were those who were israelites that are like jesus said were of the synagogue of satan wow you know? so tamar like where okay I, well i have to double check that um she may have been well she couldn't have been jewish because you know you have the 12 tribes yeah, I mean, yeah. Judah was one of the twelve sons. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So. Wow. See, I didn't know that. But she was more committed. She she was showing a better commitment to preserving the offspring. Yeah, because than Judah was. Yeah, because Judah said, you know, she's more righteous than I. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he was supposed to give her to one of his sons. That's right. And he when, didn't. And he didn't, and he didn't yeah. even. And he went in. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you know those. Yeah. Boys. I know. <laughs> So, so I think that, the, that when you ask a question like, well, how is it there, you know, the synagogue of Satan? Well, just because someone someone calls them, and, and even it brings it out all through Matthew, just because someone calls them an Israelite doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that a person are. has faith in Christ. Wow. In fact, it even brings it out how even the Roman centurion has more faith than even all the house of Israel. That's what Jesus said. I found I haven't found such faith oh. in all of Israel, like like this, this, this Roman centurion, you know. So, is, he, anyway. is he the one that wanted um, Jesus to heal his Certainly. servant? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just go say the word. I, yeah, you don't need, yeah. You wow. don't need to do it, you know. Yeah, he had a lot of yeah. faith. I just read that the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Mm. Um, so wow. anyway, the, so so there were a synagogue of Satan. Now, um, so they were persecuting the church. They were persecuting the real, real people of God. Wow. And then he says, verse 10, he says something interesting about them. He says, do not fear what you're about to suffer. And he says, Behold, the devil's about to throw some of you in prison that you may be tested. For ten days you will have tribulation. And he tells them, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. Ooh. Now he's telling this church, he's telling this church, you guys are going to go through a rough time. The devil's going to, he's going to hit you. And he's telling them, some of you might even die. He's actually telling them, he's telling them, I want you to be faithful to death. He's not saying, notice what he didn't say. He didn't say, I'll deliver you from death. Right. He says, I want you to be faithful. When you go, when you're being tested, 
I want you to be faithful. And this tells you there are times when Jesus lets us go through tests like this. Yeah. When he lets his people be killed by the enemy. Ooh, I yeah. hope if I ever get persecuted, I mean, really. Yeah, yeah we, hope, we hope and pray that. I hope I will stand That we would be faithful Jesus. unto death, yeah. like he says here. I mean, oh we don't, goodness. we want to be faithful uh, when we have that tribulation. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And oh, said, just think how awful you would feel if you, you know, if you weren't, yeah. you know, if you weren't faithful. Many in church history yeah. have, uh, have, have the martyr's crown, what oh, they man, call the martyr's crown. They, yeah, they, they got burned at the stake. They were faithful, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, wow. they, they took this very strong. Marcus Aurelius uh, said, our, he, he talked and he complained about how, how the Christians were so willing to die wow. for Jesus. And they couldn't get them to, they could not get them to recant. Isn't that um, something? Because they were faithful unto death. And so they love their lives not until the you know death. I mean, they, they love not their lives. Until the death, yep. Yeah. So anyway, he and he, so he says that's why, I think that's why he says uh, he 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 introduces himself as the first and the last who died and came to life to remind them I'm the one that can bring you back to life. I I will bring you back to life because I died and was brought back to life. And if I did it, if, you know, I'm not asking you some, to do something I'm I not doing. Do. Yeah. I haven't done. Yeah. So. And some people would think that Jesus would never ask us to do anything like that. Well, he is. He's asking them to be faithful, you know. Because mm -hmm. he was faithful, yeah. you know. I mean, wow. And he promises them the crown of life. And he got an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. The church is the one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. So oh. and conquering here actually is they're, they're being faithful unto death, being faithful to Christ. The second death. Yeah. We got the first death, right? Yeah. There's a point once a point of man to die yeah. once, and after this comes a judgment. Mm -hmm. And the judgment, when God judges people, he will either send them to heaven or hell, and the second death is hell. Yeah. You know, that's what he's referring to. And they won't be hurt by that. They won't be yeah. hurt by the second death, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's Smyrna. That's the church of that's the tribulate that's the persecuted church. Yeah. Um I heard a pastor say one time, you know, it's a suffering church. <laughs> you a know, suffering church, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just yeah. He didn't have any criticisms for them whatsoever. Wow, that's I mean, right. He did not. I forgot about that. It was and all pray. It was all commendation. Mm -hmm. He said, "I know your tradition of poverty. Yeah, but you're, you're just hanging in there. I'm not criticizing you for anything. Yeah. You're hanging in there. Stay faithful." So Don't there were two up. churches that he didn't have. Um, any criticism because the church at Philadelphia. Yeah, I always thought there was just one, but I forgot about Smyrna. Yeah, Smyrna. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. So those are that's the time we have for this this time. Uh, so we will uh, this the two churches we have. How many more? Five more to go, right? Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Let us know if you have any questions you would like for us to explore further in future episodes. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.